Corey McMahon. This is his episode. This is his post Hadar 2023 chat. Uh, it was cool to talk with him. Uh, third place, absolutely awesome. Uh, well deserved. He puts in a lot of effort and, and got where he was because of that. Uh, make sure you go check him out because he has some cool stuff online. Uh, definitely, uh, his his merch is cool, but it also his uh, all his media stuff coming out, his videos and photos are something pretty special. So go check out Corey McMahon. Thank you to our supporters: B&B Off Road, On Point Motor Suspension, Cherbies Australia, and Adventure On Store. Thank you very much. Uh, Please check it out. The bike is up. Um, thanks to Whole Shot Graphics for making it absolutely look amazing. Um, it does look cool. And uh, there'll be more videos to come soon. But for now, donate if you can. Please, please, please. Because it means a lot to myself and the charity. Enjoy this episode and get after it. Cheers. Corey McMahon. How are you, mate? Not too bad. How you going? Well, I'm fine, man. I'm not running around, you know, laying like laying down straight. I, I think you're a bit sore, mate. Yeah, just a bit tender. Um, oh, but I think a four and a half hour race has something to do with that. Well, look, as we just said, like if anybody, I, I was expecting you kind of to pull up the kind of the best. You've done so much riding in the last oh shit six seven months really, and uh, and for this to really knock you about, mate, it must have been a rough track. Yeah, yeah, no, it was pretty brutal, I reckon. I lap three sort of thing. It was the same as the last lap last year. So what that bad? Uh, yeah, the track actually chewed out really quick. I don't know why, but um, I guess there was a lot of moisture in the ground, and yeah, that led to the track packing in and chewing up really quickly. So yeah, no, it was definitely a brutal four hours. But um, looking at our times over the race, we were pretty consistent. So the mm. fitness was good. But, uh, Probably the no cool down or anything after the race, just finish and just lie on your ass for two days probably doesn't help, but <laughs> uh, yeah. fight through the race. No, look, uh, I guess we should start at the start, mate. Um, prologue, how'd you find the uh, the track itself? Uh, prologue was scary. Yeah. Not going was, um, it was pretty wild like it was really chewed out because they this year they put us after all the juniors yep. and uh the juniors had ridden some of the track uh and they've gone around and bladed it and just took the tops off the bump so it made it really square and really sketchy right, but okay yeah um, yeah so there's a couple of fast sections where we were coming in pretty well flat out onto a, onto a junior track where they're turning onto our track and just into their accelerating bumps and all that pretty fast so uh, was pretty wild. Had a massive moment in the first qualifying lap before the top ten shootout and blew my hand off down a straight. But oh, yeah. mate, other than that, I'm pretty happy where we where we were in prologue. No, look, it was it was great times, and um, yeah, look, I mean, as you keep saying, there's so much footage out there of these super sketchy moments. It, it definitely looked like it was rough. Did it kind of form up the way you're expecting it to? No, nah, definitely not. It was um, uh, sort of, as you put it, little bike rough. Like, it was really mm. short, up. And because we're going so much quicker, the bike just wants to skate around and, and doesn't want to stay planted. But, um, no, it was probably one of the most gnarly prologue tracks I've ever ridden. But, wow. um, yeah, no, it, it, it scared me more than the prologue track, I think. So what? Tell you yeah. Mate, and you, you had some big moments at the prologue track at, at Fink. Yeah, yeah, no, Fink, Fink was good. Uh, this one was a little bit more tight and there's trees around, so you couldn't really blow off anywhere. But 
no, it was all all good to come out of there safe and on the on the podium outright for qualifying. Yeah, look, awesome achievement, and you must have been just hanging off the back of it, mate. So obviously that night you you must have felt good because, as we said before, last year it didn't kind of plan out the way, not by any fault of your own. You just had some bike issues which kind of pushed you back, and then I mean a bit of food poisoning, but you were still able to keep the pace. What was it like, kind of thinking about all those kind of things before the race itself? I was just one less thing that was in my head. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I, I eat breakfast that morning, so <laughs> yeah, yep. definitely going in feeling comfortable. I knew I sort of had the fitness to go for the four hours, but yeah, um, yeah just a couple of little mistakes in the first two laps cost me a bit. But um, yeah, no, it was before the race, so I was pretty calm and collected. Surprisingly, it seems to get a little bit easier the more years you do it, mm-hmm. uh, like these big races. I mean, everyone knows the Hadar takeoff is just crazy at the start of the race, and it's a massive kind of drag race straight out of the out of the gate, down the uh, through all the twisties, and then straight across the Salt Lake. You said that the the track formed up pretty bad after lap three. What was it like for the first three laps then? Yeah, for the first lap, it was really skatey. Um, I found it really slippery. There was no lines. I've never sort of been that far up uh, on the first lap, so there was. Only obviously two bikes in front of me, and when you're following it, it you don't really um, hit all the same lines, so you're mm. just all over the drops pretty wild. But um, yeah, on the first lap, just made a massive mistake and overshot a corner at the end of one of the straights, and and once I lost them front three boys, it was it was so hard to make the ground up, and um, obviously yeah, with the the cold and everything, uh, after lap one, I got a new set of goggles and. They ended up being fogged between the roll off and the and the lens, which is oh, just oh no, yeah. So ripped them off and had no goggles and yeah, had a pretty decent get off on lap two, just not being able to see properly. He's trying mm. to spit my eyes because the sand was just flicking up. But um, after that, it sort of pulled me into line and just said, "No, you got four hours and relax a bit." So I just followed Toddy and Gus for that lap and ended up jumping them in the pits and then yeah. Uh, we're pretty got a clean set of goggles on, and we're pretty straightforward from there on in to the race. Oh, mate, I couldn't imagine doing hat up with no goggles. The spray from all the bikes, especially because it's after your first lap, where you're starting to kind of catch lappers and things like that, would have just been intense. Yeah, and no, I was more like just I couldn't tuck in and um, give it my all down the straights because the sand was flicking up off the front wheel, so I'd have oh, to stand the front up. Wheel. And, right. Yeah, over the front of the bike and try to keep the sand out of my eyes but it cost me a bit of time but um you live and you learn and you don't make them mistakes again hopefully well look it's kind of worked because you didn't drop really any spots because your end result is is awesome man it's it's kind of what you deserve especially after as you said last year what was it then like at the you know the last kind of two hours of the race i actually felt like really good the last two hours i i knew Having Gus behind me and him racing three-hour races, obviously in the GNCCs over overseas, that he'd be able to go the distance fairly comfortably. So, um, and my team wasn't—I didn't ask them to, but the team wasn't really telling me how much of a gap I had behind. So, um, I was just pushing towards the front and and didn't really know until pretty much the last quarter of the lap how much I had on Gus. But uh, definitely kept me focused forward and and in check. So. Um, pretty happy with the decision not to tell me what was behind <laughs> me but yep. yeah no, we ended up i think we 
hadn't won it. I think I may have been the fastest out of us for front three on the last lap. So, oh wow, uh, pulled in a little bit of time, and yeah, no, I felt really comfortable. The bike was super good in the rough. I struggled with a bit with it in the in the first two laps in the smooth, but uh, it was a really good rough track bike. Well, look, I mean, that's what you you excel in, though. Like I've said this many times, you are kind of one of the best technical riders out there. With with it getting tough, did you kind of set the bike up for it to be that rough, or are you kind of yeah. did you not expect it to be there? Yeah, obviously you set it up for it to be rough. Four and a half hours, so it's hard to simulate. Uh, what the track's going to be like, but um, uh, Jalzy and Ash from Choice Suspension definitely had their heads forward and and uh, set the bike up for what it was going to be. So I'm super super grateful to have them on my side, and it makes my job a whole lot easier when it comes to that late stage of the race. No, look, it does because that's kind of where the fatigue set in. So then, what about fatigue in your body? Did you start feeling it at all, or was it kind of after the race it really kicked in? Yeah, no, through the whole race, I was completely fine. It wasn't really till I pulled up and got off the bike. I'm like, wow, I'm pretty sore. But, you know, uh, with Coda uh, Nutrition, obviously, they got me sorted now. It's my first year full huddle with that, with running their products, and uh, they definitely make a world of difference um, just with ramps and, and energy and everything above that. So, no, I was definitely feeling really good this year, and I felt like I could go that four and a half hours, and yeah, felt really good throughout throughout it. Well, man, that's exciting. It, it says it's exciting to see you get back up to where you should be up at Hadar because that's kind of yeah where we were expecting you last year, and it just didn't work out. So to to come back this year and and get those results, even with those kind of little whoopsie moments, it's uh, it is cool, and uh, it also never means you've got. You must be pretty hungry for the rest of the year because, you know, six-day thing like that coming up, you're in such a good position for it. Yeah, 100%. And our next round of Aussie off-roads is looking like it's going to be across country the first day. So uh, looking forward to that. And, yeah, obviously it's good to have them boys from the States back over and be able to run with them and see where we're at. Like Mason's riding unreal. Mm. I had it here and it was really cool to see how much they've progressed and, how much Australia's still got a bit of talent hanging around, and uh, it'd be cool to uh, keep them guys over here for a couple more rounds. I think Gus is coming to the next round of AORC, so it'd be really cool to battle with him again. Oh, that'd be cool, because you're right, you and Mason and, and uh, Jack Simpson, Gus, guys like that coming over and really showing how far they're progressing overseas, but yet the gap here in Australia is still pretty close. it give you confidence to go over there and maybe have a crack as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's obviously always ambitions to get overseas and race dirt bikes. But, yeah, no, it's really cool to be able to run somewhere near them guys and uh, see where we're at. It's It's been a long time since um, them boys have come back. And uh, it's really cool to see how good the racing in this, is in Australia at the minute. No, that's excellent, man. But for now, congratulations, brother. Uh, excited to see what you're doing for the rest of the year. But uh, for now, just uh, sit back on a bit of a spa bath, man, and uh, and relax. Yeah, that's it. That's the plan. Have a week off and get straight back into training on the 250 and try to learn how to ride that now. <laughs> just ride the pants off it, mate. You should be out all over it now. Yeah, we're down a few horsepowers on that, but um, I'm sure we'll sort it out before the next round of off-roads. Nah, man, awesome. Okay, congratulations, brother, and we'll uh, talk soon. Thank you. Cheers.